old country of Shlupska, I am ditch digger. As far as jobs in Shlupsko, it's pretty good. We are the Greenbounds, and we have American dream. I find good job in Pickle Factory. Sarah, I make this vow. One hundred years, our family will prosper. And then one day, everything changed. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Film Optics Review brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network. I'm your host, Christian, and today we're going to be talking about an American pickle that's now streaming on HBO Max. And as always, I'm joined by my good friend and my co-host, Devin. How are you doing today, man? Yo, yo, yo. Yo. You are a pickle. You want to... It's like uh, Ameri- Rick. American pickle. American pickle. You American pickle or you pickle Rick? I just don't... It's, it is much one in the same. I actually thought he turned into a pickle in this movie, but I guess not. But no, yeah, I would have been uh, just straight up pickle Rick at that point. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm like, is this just like a knockoff of pickle Rick? But uh, yeah, your weekend was good? Yeah, I'd say so. Solid. Pretty chill. It was good. It was good stuff. Um, you know, ran some errands, watched some uh, Avengers uh, gameplay online. So. Definitely got to try out the open beta when that comes out. But um, I, uh, yeah. I watched a really strange movie last night. What'd you watch? It's called Vivarium. It came Vivarium. Out, I think it came out this year or last year. It has Jesse Eisenberg and Imogen Poots. It's this weird horror movie. Where'd you watch it on? Uh, Prime Video. Oh, that's right. You say, yeah, you were watching. You've been, you've been on the Amazon. Yeah, I've been finding, I've been finding some, uh, some hidden gems there. At least trying okay, to. Okay. And of course, nice. um, let me explain. I had a nice video about it that I watched afterwards. It's always nice. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Pretty much any movie you've ever watched, you probably has a video on it. Yeah, any like obscure movie for sure. It's like all there. It's great. But yeah, I've actually been watching uh, Harley Quinn. Got through season one. It's very good. Starting season two. I think I'm going to start up ago. Doom Patrol here soon. Dude, I'm actually thinking about the same thing. After I uh, finish up uh, Harley Quinn, but there's also uh, I got to start Chernobyl because I still haven't seen that yet. I hear it's very good, and my uh, <laughs> my coworkers won't stop talking about it. So it made me snooze. That. <laughs> All right, and before we uh, begin today's review, you can listen to this review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Red Circle, TuneIn, Pandora, and iHeartRadio. So uh, let's. Jump in. We'll do a little bit of a non-spoiler section uh, for this, and then now, now I, I'm I, thinking I imagine- about the, the movie. It really feels like a combination of Pickle Rick and the Vat of Acid episode. It's a vat of pickles. <laughs> Just a combo of those two. It's yeah. Like when we first read the synopsis, I didn't know what to think. The synopsis. I remember just thinking how weird and crazy it sounded. It's almost as weird as uh, Night Bitch. With uh, <laughs> with uh, Amy Adams, so I thought that was pretty interesting. I was like, okay, like I'm assuming both of these movies might be on the same caliber. Uh, I watched uh, American Pickle earlier this morning, and I mean, it, I watched it. It wasn't the worst, but it was, eh, it was okay. What did you think? I was a fan, actually. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Definitely had I liked, some issues, but mm. 
I mean, I'm a sucker for Seth Rogen too. I don't think he's ever made a bad movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I really, I did really, I liked his performances. Like I liked the, you know, the whole family aspect, you know, where you're coming from and, you know, where you came from and being proud of, you know, who you are as an individual, uh, definitely really hit home for me. I didn't hate it at like as much, even though I gave it like two stars on, uh, <laughs> on letterbox. But yeah, like I didn't hate it. It was just, uh, would I watch it again? Maybe not with people probably, but, um, yeah. Did you uh, have anything else you wanted to say about the non-spoilers section before we uh, just dive into spoilers? I do think it did a really good job of showing generational divide that exists currently in our gen- in our oh, in our world. Yeah. Because that was good. obviously, we want to connect with our older relatives and grandparents, but sometimes it's just tough because they're so set in their ways and we're set in our ways. It's hard to yeah. find common ground sometimes, and this does a good job of showing that. Eventually, one day, that's going to be us. The world no. will change. We'll get older. We'll never be boomers. <laughs> We're going to be boomers one day, Devin. Get get ready. It's it's coming. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> Back in my day. <laughs> we had movies about pickles and shows about pickles. Yeah. And, yeah. But I'm, I'm not a big pickle fan myself, to be honest. Not anymore, at least. But. What about you? You a big pickle guy? Only on a nice chicken sandwich or a burger, not not mm. by itself. Yeah, I know what you mean. I just eh, like <laughs> when I was younger, I ate like an entire jar of pickles, killed my stomach. So yeah. kind of like yeah, wouldn't off recommend. put me from yeah, would not recommend it at all. I was like obsessed with them when I was a kid. I loved pickles, but yeah. Um, let me uh, actually read the synopsis really quick before we get any further. Sorry, it's. You know, we're kind of just all over the place today. It's been a crazy weekend. But uh, the synopsis reads, an immigrant immigrant worker falls into a vat of pickles and is brined for 100 years. (laughs) The brine preserves him perfectly. And when he emerges in present-day Brooklyn, he finds that he hasn't aged a day. So it's literally a, you know, man out of time type situation as we just... Which, Which I always find enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Especially like yeah. back in the Cats in America days when he was first figuring stuff out in, in the current world, just always an interesting story. It all—it's always amazing to see the interactions that happen because we see it a lot of them in this movie. But and by the way, from here on out, it's just going to be spoilers, uh, spoiler city. So if you haven't watched it, go ahead watch it, come back and listen to the review. So. Um, Apparently, yeah. uh, it was shot, um, a good portion of it was shot in Pittsburgh. Interesting. Really? There we go. There we go. P- Pittsburgh got a win. <laughs> this is well, also yeah. the first ever Seth Rogen produced film that is not rated R. That's kind of crazy. Oh, you know what? That's very true. I didn't realize that. Nice, a nice family film this time around. Finally yeah, pulled really, it off. Yeah, it, it really was. Between this and, did he uh, direct Longshot or was that? Someone else. I was rated R. Right. Well, I was. I just wasn't sure if he actually directed yeah. that one or, or he just not directed, but produced. Produced. Right. So yeah, with <laughs> with the American pickle, um, you know he uh, the the Jewish immigrants, I guess you can call him. Uh, we have Herschel Greenbaum, and then the great grandfather's uh, son Ben Greenbaum, 
both played by Seth Rogen, of course. Uh, they, they get into a little bit of a, a tissy here and there. Um, I was not a big fan of Ben when it came to uh, crushing Herschel's uh, hopes and dreams of running his uh, pickle factory again or his uh, pickle business. Yeah, I think the second half of the movie <laughs> kind of becomes a bit of a train wreck just because of the f- the whole forced conflict of them hating each other. Wasn't a fan of that. Yeah. Pretty much yeah, every feel- every kind of co- basic comedy movie has this this forced conflict between the two main characters that they have to make up at the end. Yeah. And this one felt especially forced because the first half of the movie they were getting along great. It was a nice touching story. Had some mm-hmm. laughs, but then they just hate each other. <laughs> yeah, and it's and it's like they it seems that they both kind of want the same thing, but you know, with Ben's parents when they died in the car crash, and of course, you know, uh Herschel pretty much gains or he completes his goal like pretty early on in the mo- in the movie with removing like the um you know the Russian billboard um for you know his his dead their dead relatives so, so they can pay respects but we don't really get too much into the why Ben is so distant from religion and just why he does why he's not as religious I'm not entirely sure i guess that was just chalked up to different time periods they were in nowadays it's much more common to not be as religious and back then you kind of had to be religious yeah and people do grief in different ways as well so there's also that factor but you know he's uh ben's trying to get his what was it boop bop yeah boop bop (laughs) it actually wasn't a bad idea but if it was a real thing it might be used well, if it was a real thing that was used, I can guarantee you that half of these companies would not make that list. Yeah. I, I love how at the meeting with um with the tech guy, he's like, if only you were a, a troubled CEO for a social media company, then then you might be able to get through. <laughs> yeah, I was actually watching uh, the social network <laughs> before we started. Yeah, speaking uh, of recording. troubled CEOs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, every single time I go back and watch that movie, I'm like, dude was a genius, but like, just straight up robot, completely. Mark Zuckerberg, oh my gosh. And he's on jet skis with a face full of suntan lotion, looking <laughs> weird. Dude just never freaking blinks, and it's like, wow. But yes, uh, what did you think of the uh, intern characters that uh, Herschel recruits for his? Uh, after his first attempt of his pickle business being, you know, shut down. Uh, they were kind of just there and kind yeah. of there and left in the blink of an eye. It was kind of funny yeah. how they all showed up in a line and were all very qualified for <laughs> such a not qualifying job. He was asking to like see their teeth and whatnot. I was like, <laughs> what is going on here? But he was, he was literally, I guess with Herschel, obviously him being a man out of time and Ben trying to constantly sabotage his endeavors, especially um, during their uh, the debates <laughs> that they had when he brought up Christianity. And I was like, oh, no, this is going to be terrible. I was like, you got, you got this super heavy Jewish religious guy and Christianity that just, that just does not mix well together. But I, I do like... <laughs> that portion of the story, the parallels that we have in our current mm. political environment where 
he was saying awful things, but it was being viewed as free speech and people thought it was heroic for some reason. And <laughs> yeah. they were saying he should run for office, which is obviously very, uh, very close to what's happening, happened now. So this guy was made, hey, a, made a hero for just saying stuff on Twitter. Yeah, the the whole Twitter thing was like, I mean, obviously, you know, Ben had the advantage of time on his side, even though they were the same age. And it's like, you know, he can he can easily destroy. It. It's, you know, they even said in the movie that, well, something about celebrities and, you know, you do like one bad thing and you're like marked for life or whatever it was. And. Yeah, I mean. Kind of, sort of. I mean, it, it does. I mean, with celebrities or people who are in the spotlight, you know, they are judged um, more harshly than those uh, than us common folk. I, I thought, I thought a lot say. felt like kind of pretty realistic as to what would actually happen if this was somehow real. Like mm-hmm. this guy is, is put into the spotlight and ends up like gaining fame out of it for some reason. <laughs> Like all these internet headlines and all this stuff. Did you see the headline that came up with Kanye in it? <laughs> yes. It was like Kanye West defends Herschel's right to offend. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, he he would actually do that. He would do that for sure. <laughs> but yeah, there wasn't. Um, I just wanted to bring up like since this wasn't much of like a, um, you know, it was a comedy, but I guess normally with. Seth Rogen producing, I mean, that we've seen from um, The Long Shot. You know, it wasn't like a romantic comedy, but even though it still had those beats and I was kind of, I was was trying to figure out how this whole thing was going to end because, you know, as we know, Herschel ends up getting deported or so we thought they'd switch places and whatnot. And it was, um, it, it did have a lot of heart. I yeah, feel. that's the one thing like, I appreciate the most about Seth Rogen movies is that, like you mentioned, there's always these little beats of emotional moments and mm-hmm. heart that he puts in there. It's not just straight. I mean, it is sometimes just straight dumb comedy, but recently, yeah, it's, it's, not recently it's been more so adding in some, some heart to it. Right. Yeah. And honestly, I think the pacing of this movie wasn't terrible. Um, I thought it was, I, you know, I, I, I enjoyed the ride that I had with this, with this movie. It wasn't, um, it wasn't too short. You know what I mean? It wasn't super long. I didn't like, you know, check my phone like, oh my gosh, you know, like how long do I have? It's just a solid hour and a half comedy. That's all you can really ask for. Just give me that 90 minutes. Just give me 90 minutes and 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 done. That's all we need. (laughs) But, um, yeah, since we we pretty much touched on you know what our what didn't didn't work section, but um, and I guess you know with Easter eggs as well. But um, how would you was was the long shot the last movie that Seth Rogen produced? or Was that Good Boys? Good Boys. Okay, I was gonna ask. <laughs> I was gonna ask. Uh, well, he wasn't in Good Boys, but I guess between this and the long shot, which one would you prefer? Um, I don't know. It's actually probably pretty close for me. Yeah. I would, mm, man, I guess I would say I give like a long shot, maybe like a point above there. Yeah. I'm kind of with you there. They're kind of the same, but I guess if I'm, 
trying to figure out which one like hit me harder. I guess I would say the long shot just by like a smidge, nothing too crazy, but yeah. But yeah, uh, was there anything else you wanted to, uh, <laughs> I know this is probably going to be one of our shorter reviews, but was there anything else you wanted to touch on before we, uh, I liked how, uh, Seth kind of showed off a bit of his acting chops here. That, that accent was pretty <laughs> strong throughout. That I mean, I'm, I'm no expert, accent. but <laughs> what, whatever. Slup, Slupsky, is that what it was called? Slupska. Yeah. Is he, is he, is he Jewish? Seth Rogen? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, so that's, that's that's wasn't the, entirely the per- sure, personal so. touch he put on there. I'm sure he has <laughs> battles with his religion from time to time. Yeah, I almost said Joe Rogan. I'm like, that is not the same Wrong person. One. <laughs> Joe Rogan doesn't like people who play video games, so that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it is what it is. But yeah, overall, I thought it was a I thought it was a nice uh, heartwarming experience. Um, I also really like how. Just the idea of a guy finding pickles in a dumpster and then going to <laughs> Williamsburg, like the hipster capital, and it, it just working so perfectly. I he felt like it was pretty like, accurate. He like, like, you have to write a blog empire. about this. Yeah. Like, I mean, Herschel, like, built an empire. But, like, it kind of shows that, you know, you you just have to kind of, if you want things to happen, you have to make things happen yourself. You can't just, you know, sit around like Ben did with, boop bop <laughs> and you know hopefully it might pan out but he has been working on it for about five years and that whole it would have worked out they, yeah yeah it probably yeah it probably would have worked out for sure but uh but i guess what I'm, what I'm getting at is you know he kept stalling and stalling he's like oh he's like i'm not sure if it's ready yet i'm not sure if it's ready yet and he's like i don't know if i like the color and it's like you have you know marketing teams and everything to uh help you out there but I think the whole, I guess, underline of that message was, like, you know, if you do want something to happen, you just go for it. You don't dawdle. You don't wait around until it's quote-unquote perfect because even if you do release something, you know, at first hand, like, it, nothing's perfect. Like, I was, I was watching The Social Network earlier. Like, obviously, Facebook has changed tremendously since it first launched back in, like, God, early, early 2000s. It's been a while. (laughs) So, you know, you you start some, you have a starting point and you go from there. But it it was very impressive to see Herschel just, (laughs) he's like, I'm going to start selling pickles again. uh, What do I know? Also, that that fight scene was kind of cool seeing Seth Rogen throw some punches. I don't know. It was interesting. (laughs) Seth Rogen fighting. Let's get this man in the MCU. Yeah, seriously though, I, I would love to see Seth Rogen in the MCU somehow. Absolutely, some somehow, some way, or honestly, just any superhero property at all. Besides but Green pref- Hornet, yeah, we're not going to talk about <laughs> that one. Yeah, preferably the MCU, but it'd be cool if he did like a little uh, cameo on the Suicide Squad for James Gunn. I feel like he can definitely fit in that realm for sure. And that's coming up soon as well. Oh my gosh. Are you going to be... No, you're not going to be in town that weekend. Uh, the 22nd? Next weekend. 22nd. Or will you? Yeah, DC Fandom's next Saturday. Hey, I'll be... I'm not going anywhere until... Well, next, next Saturday. Okay, okay. God, I'm getting my dates all mixed up. We should definitely cover something for that. I think it's supposed to be like a 24-hour live stream. Maybe we could 
hop on and off. I don't know, do some streaming or something. That'd be pretty cool. But uh, did you want to get into scores for uh, American Pickle? I also just wanted to mention the the reoccurring joke that got me like twice was when they're looking at pictures of young Seth Rogen and, and Herschel goes, who's this shapely young lady? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was that an actual picture of Seth Rogen? I, I don't that, know, but uh, <laughs> they used that joke like, twice later on when he was in the crowd asking a question. <laughs> and he goes, the shapely young lady at the top. <laughs> that one got me. Oh, yeah, the Barbara Streisand thing at the end was hilarious, yeah, that was good too. by the way. They're both in love with Barbara Streisand. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was hysterical. Didn't, he, didn't Seth Rogen do a movie with her? I think so. I can't remember which movie, though. I'm drawing a blank. I'll, but I'll also get to I wanted it eventually. To, yeah, eventually. But um, I also wanted to um, touch on, really quick, I think it's when... Um, Herschel first went to try to buy cucumbers. The guilt trip. That's what it was. Oh, the guilt. Okay, okay. But uh, when Herschel went to go buy the cucumbers and it was just like a girl with like a super short haircut, he called her a dude. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, okay. But it, it makes so much sense because it's like, you know, he was brined for a hundred years. It's like a lot can change. But you also, you know, we don't see too much of the wife either. But you can definitely tell that he misses her. And they started establishing some type of relationship or connection there. But, yeah, that's all. That's all I pretty much have to say. I also thought it was cute how they both shared their genes at the same little stump area that him and his wife did in the beginning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got to see his son as a grown man. Oh, a picture of his son as a grown man. So. Yeah, overall, a really good feel-good movie. Uh, we definitely recommend anyone to at least watch this uh, once. Uh, don't waste your time on watching things like Spencer Confidential. Or, um, <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, I, I think that pretty much does it. We talked about it for a little bit longer than I thought we were going to, but, hey, this is more content. But that pretty much does it here for our review of the HBO Max original American Pickle. Scores? Now, oh, that's right. My God. See, I'm all over today. Thank you for reminding me. Of course. Out of 100 pickles, what would you give an American Pickle? Well, I was originally thinking somewhere in the 70s range, but since it's Seth Rogen, I'm just going to go with the 69. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Just, All right. just solid. Even though the second half felt felt a little messy because of the forced conflict issue. Yeah, and I think that's what did it for me. And I'm probably going to go a little bit lower and go with a 65 on this one um, oh, because so of that. You're going different from your your <laughs> app score. Well, yeah, okay. So my app score is a two out of five, which equates I don't really to know. a 40. Okay. What? It, uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. All right. Screw it. We'll, we'll, we'll go with 40. <laughs> we'll go with 40 out of 100 for this one. I did really go. enjoy it. So, yeah, maybe we should go. Should, should we should we switch up to the uh, the five star rating or should we just keep the uh, the old uh, I, I like the wiggle grade room. school. Yeah, the wiggle room, the old grade school score. Not like. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, 40 out of uh, 100 for me. So, man. Yeah, it was uh, whatever. 
Anyway, <laughs> that concludes, again, our review of American Pickle, now streaming on HBO Max, um, touting as a HBO. Well, I think they're calling it a Max original. They don't say HBO Max original. They say Max original. It's like Quibi, you know? Quibi. <laughs> Quibi. Go away. But, <laughs> yeah. And as always, uh, you can listen to this podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Red Circle, TuneIn, Pandora, and iHeartRadio. And as well as YouTube, because I forget that we're supposed to <laughs> upload there. So it's like, wow, lots going on. But um, I believe what comes out next week, because we were supposed to review Project Power, but... Netflix has very, very strict rules about certain things. Doesn't it come out <laughs> next week? Huh? Doesn't it come out next week? It does. Yes, yes. Project Power does. Um, we can, I mean, like like I said, you know, we can wait and just do it after you watch it. It's just, I don't want to, like, you know, risk the whole, you know, all that stuff. But we can review it next week unless there was something, something, else coming out next week so yeah embargo for that doesn't release until thursday of this week but um yeah we'll just review project power uh this coming up week so it'll be weird doing a show without my co-host so (laughs) very very strange so um yeah that pretty much does it and uh we will see you guys in the next one peace Turn myself into a pickle, Morty! Boom! Big reveal. I'm a pickle. What do you think about that? I turned myself into a pickle! I'm pickle Ray!